Hey, I'm Jake Thomas, a.k.a. Matt McGuire. And I'm Davida Williams, a.k.a. Claire Miller. And this is episode three of the Living Lizzie podcast, uh, a very McGuire podcast. Hey, what's up, Davida? Hey, nothing. How are you? All right, just just chilling out uh, in our... our I, I, I've done the best I could with, with decking out this space to make it more... Lizzie feeling it's a really nice is this this is a kids choice award okay I have to talk about this this award over here if if you're just listening to the podcast right now you're missing out on a ton of stuff on the YouTube version so you might want to check that out as well but yeah this right here is um a kids choice award now tell me when when you think of the phrase kids choice award what do you think of slime the Nickelodeon, yeah. right? Oh, Nickel- Nickelodeon. <laughs> Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, Nickelodeon yeah. too. Kids' yeah. Choice Awards. But in the UK, they have the Kids' Choice Awards UK, and that is owned by Disney. Oh. So, okay. Oh, that's why it says Disney Channel. Yeah. That's okay. Best Disney Channel program, 2003. Uh, and and you, you can tell it's from the UK because of the way they spell program. Program. Programmy. Yeah. <laughs> Programmy. Um, this, uh, okay, so this was like 2000. Yeah, it was actually 2003. I remembered it correctly. Uh, this was 2003. Uh, Disney flew me out to London. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they fl- flew me and my parents out business class on... Um, uh, uh virgin atlantic oh that is it fancy. was like that was like i think the first time i had been on like an international first class anything yeah. or like probably first class in general it was the first time i'd been on something like that and um uh flew us out there and uh put us up and we went to this massive award show at uh, royal albert hall in london and uh, i accepted this this award for best children's program were you the only cast member there i was wow. so i was there to accept it and um on behalf of the on behalf of oh. well I, I feel like it may have been you know their categories are a little skewed because yeah. <laughs> it was like literally all just disney programs right. yeah so yeah. it's like hey the best new program hey how about this program called lizzie mcguire that just started uh, I think it but just started in, cool. in the UK. It's very cool. Yeah, it's very cool, uh, and I appreciate it. And I, I carried this. I remember on the plane as my carry on. That is I, so funny. I, I can oh, see this. That. Oh, yeah. you wondering about this? Oh, this is my award. You know, no, no big deal. <sighs> but yeah. Wait, I remember. I remember this vividly. We were sitting in school mm-hmm. on set. Yeah. And you told me you were filming a movie, and I remember being like whoa that is crazy it was i want to say Haley joel osmond movie yeah what was it ai robot it was ai yes. it was ai artificial intelligence i which, remember being like he's so little to be doing these which huge is movies. so weird because like like i said in an earlier episode like i i actually this liz mcguire was my first like kid show like anything that i'd been in prior was all like heavy dramatic I stuff mean, yeah i that robot movie was very it, it makes you cry <laughs> yeah so i i had booked and it's really kind of weird how things worked out but um i booked uh ai which is this steven spielberg movie uh and i had booked lizzie mcguire at the exact same time 
and they told me, oh, you're going to have to choose between one of these. One of these. You can't do both of them. It's not going to work. And it's like, what? Yeah. Which I can't imagine what my parents were thinking at that time because they were like, uh, how do we choose between like, a series regular or a Steven Spielberg movie? Yeah, like you don't want to maybe you get older and you're like mom why'd you do this to me yeah uh <laughs> somehow they managed to make it work out to where work. like i would do one week with lizzie another week with uh steven spielberg and wild because the steven spielberg thing was like a three or four month production like yeah. it was a, it's a huge huge movie and what was it like working for steven spielberg see here's the thing too uh at I you was like, I was when like you're nine that little, years old. It's not, there's no pressure. There's no pressure. I would be peeing my pants Same. These, these days, but then back then, it was just like, hmm. there's no fear. <laughs> yeah. There's no fear. I'm yeah. like, oh, because I, I knew at the time, like, oh, yeah, he did like Jurassic Park and like E.T. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Those are whatever. Fun. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I had no concept yeah. of like the gravity of all this. Yeah. Now I do. Right. Now I look back and I'm like, oh my God, yeah. why was I playing with those toys instead of like giving him my full attention? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was, that was a weird, weird time. I'm glad it both worked out. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Lizzie, Lizzie was, um, Lizzie was a good choice to it make sure a, yeah. that I was, I was able to do that one. Yeah. Glad that, glad that worked glad out. That worked out. Um, have, have you had circumstances where you've had to choose between one role or the other yeah i have Did, were you happy about it Did i was you, okay i was happy right. with my decision it definitely okay. wasn't like steven spielberg but <laughs> but, but still I no mean, but it's... still it, it's frustrating because also there's a lot of lapse in yeah. work for yeah. actors and yeah. then suddenly it's always like all or nothing when it rains it yeah. pours That's it's always how it all always or nothing goes. so you're always like where were you six months ago yeah but, exactly yeah you know that's how it always goes yeah uh, yeah, I, I would say I'm about the same. I feel like, uh, I feel like I didn't miss out on too much of the things that I turned yeah. down. I, I was going to be in a Michael Bay film, <gasps> um, uh, Pearl Harbor. Oh, I booked Pearl Harbor. That's a good one. That's a good one. But it was only to pay, play like Matt Damon as a kid in like the oh, beginning wow. of the film. Uh, I forgot what else I was doing, but, um, eh, didn't, I didn't work miss out. out that much. Yeah. You know. Matt Damon doesn't hang out with me anymore, but, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's the way it goes. Um, it's such a weird life acting. It is. It's, it's, it's so much of just being available at the right time, yeah. at the right place, and having the right look. Yeah, it is. That's, that is essentially what it is. It's sad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, episode three when moms attack this is a cute episode it's cute it's you cute. know they, okay so the 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 gist of it is that lizzie and her friends have a class field trip that they have to go on into the woods uh and um the last minute chaperone is lizzie's mom which that's like every teenage girl's it's the last worst nightmare last right person you ever want on your field trip oh oh yeah but Me? my my mom was one of those oh really she would sign up for things and she I think was mine's the same yeah she was around and yeah. i'd always be like oh yeah. <laughs> please yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but i i mean that that's a, a good parent you know yeah, what i mean i exactly. can't knock her for that now right. looking back right. but it was uh, when but i was then, at the age i was oh. like i don't need you here <laughs> um and then on the flip side matt and sam uh are, are left at home yes. alone and they have to fend for themselves 
uh, which means that they have to uh, try to try to eat dinner. Basically, that's like you that's can- their hardest. That's their objective. Looking back on it, like, come on, really? We can't cook. It's like very much a joke about how men are just helpless without women. Come on. Uh, <laughs> do you do you cook? I love cooking. Oh, okay, cool. I, so I you... remodeled my entire kitchen That's with my true. own bare hands. That is true. So that I had a better experience okay. at the place that I cook. That's that's great. That's yeah, that's great. I love cooking as well, but that's so funny that you just kept yelling what what did you keep saying i'm we're gonna starve yeah we're gonna starve <laughs> we're gonna die uh because yeah mom leaves them a three week old tuna casserole yeah Ooh. look here's the thing here's the thing if you've got tuna in the you fridge for three weeks for that three long. week old tuna you can't do that no you can't eat old fish she's she's trying to kill them you could get really sick actually. I, I so I, I have a, i have a thing actually at, at, at my house where um uh, T Max, I don't know where he is now. He he'll he'll wander He's in somewhere. here at some point. T Max is the uh, basically the food tester in the home. So um, if there is a piece of fish that uh, was left in the refrigerator and it's questionable, like like mm, I've opened this up, it should be fresh, it should be safe to cook, but <sighs> is it? Oh, and so what what I'll do, I I let him sniff it. And he'll it's, tell you? Here's the thing. T-Max is insane about fish. He will, like, if, if I'm opening up a can of tuna or something, it doesn't matter where he is at, in the house. He will find you. He will start complaining so loudly. So- and, <laughs> and he knows when I'm cooking yeah. fish. So, um, so for him, if I'm getting fish out and I present it to him and he turns his nose up at it, I'm like, I'm not eating that. That is crazy. And I've, it works. It works 100%. So I, he, he's the one that tests things for me. And I need a cap. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> My dogs this is what you need. will eat junk off the ground. <laughs> yeah. were, sometimes I'm like, where did you get that trash in Ugh. your mouth? <laughs> like, oh my God. But yeah, I would not eat three week old tuna casserole. That's just no, mean. That was mean. That was, she could have. She could have done something better. So I guess but, it was before Postmates. Sure, it was before Uber Postmates. Eats yes. And so you they it was it was hard times. Yeah. A very hard <laughs> times. If you didn't have a phone book or a car, you're gonna starve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're basically gonna starve. Uh, so they decide that they're gonna make uh, duck l'orange, which is um, a orange duck dish, but they don't have duck. They just have hamburger meat. Oh, yeah. So it's hamburger l'orange. <laughs> that, that sounds disgusting. And they, disgusting. they, they didn't cook it in the oven. Either. They used a the microwave. So um, clearly they, they have something wrong with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do need supervision. <laughs> um, the mom needs to maybe let go a little bit and let them learn. Let them some... learn a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But with supervision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they, they, they look like they almost burned the whole place down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I I personally enjoy cooking. I um, do you, what? Do you have a favorite dish that you like to cook? I don't know. I like to cook a lot of different things, but I you know what I love, and it's because my grandma used to make it all the time when I was little is eggplant parmesan. Eggplant parmesan. It's really okay. good, and it's not like very difficult to yeah. make. You yeah, need yeah. cheese you and put it in eggplant. the oven. And... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, bake it. That's you're good it. to go. Um, but yeah, that's I like to I like to make that a lot. Okay. Um. What kind of things do you make? All right, I think my favorite dish to make, and this is fish, it's relating to T Max. Um, 
but I, I've gotten very good at making a seared ahi, a, a pepper crusted <gasps> seared ahi tuna. Oh wow! So like, if you ever go to like lemonade, yeah, they have this exact same thing. It's like strips of seared yeah. ahi tuna. It's like very lightly seared. I basically had that one day and was like, I'm gonna make that. You're gonna make that. And That's now so I've got funny. I get it from Trader Joe's just the tuna steaks, the frozen ones. Yeah. And then I thaw it and like I slice it real thin, pepper crusted. It's so I don't even eat fish, and that sounds really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, that's that's a good go-to, and then otherwise, I feel like I feel like nowadays, just ninety percent of my meals are. Uh, can I make this a shake? That's All right, so cool. funny. Yeah, that's great. so funny. My boyfriend every day is he's like a huge shake person. He'll yeah. walk to get shakes. He makes shakes. When we we moved this week, and he. He was opening up like every single box. And I was yeah. like, what are you doing? And he's like, I can't find the blender. I was like, he's like, how am I going to make my shakes? And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. that's a, it's it's a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> I saw the, I saw something on TikTok today, which your boyfriend might like. That's so funny. it was a bottle that had in the base of it, a blender built into it. Oh, wow. That's nice. And it's just you just, you you just put the fruit in it. there, you twist it and then you just drink it. Oh, amazing. That's pretty good. Yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> The algorithm just hasn't hasn't found it hasn't, y'all yet. Yeah, it hasn't yeah. hit us yet. Yeah, it'll get there. Um, one thing about this episode that I loved was the, yeah. the three-way landline call. Yes. <laughs> because I used to do that all the time. It's such a hallmark, too, of the show is like these three-way calls between yeah. uh, uh, Lizzie, Gordo, and Miranda. It was such a, it's such a thing of the time because yeah. everyone was doing it. It was in... Even after Lizzie McGuire, it was in like Mean Girls. All yeah. these, you know, you have your landline and your friends and your. Whereas now it's just like they'll just do text bubbles on screen. Yeah, yeah. That's like the equivalent of <laughs> yeah, it nowadays. Of a group. Yeah, of a group chat. Uh, or they won't do split screens. I don't see any split they screens don't really at all do anymore. Split if they do, it's like it's like a gag. Yeah. Like they're doing it like to try to be funny. It should be funny, but I loved the split screen. I it, thought it was... Do you know how they film those? No. Because it's actually really convoluted. Oh. <laughs> um, so the way they would do it is they would like usually start off with one person uh, on the cast that's, that's uh, in the scene. And that person would be filming, the, like, you know, doing their dialogue at the phone. And then the script supervisor would be reading off the other person's lines, the other two people's lines. Yeah. Um, or sometimes other three people's because they do like a four yeah, up yeah. sometimes. Um and then they would read off those lines. And then after they're done with that, they go to the next person. They film that person. And then that person would wear a little earpiece that has the playback from the first from person. From the first person. Oh, you got to really keep up and yeah. know how long the beats and are. And then it keeps going until I'm like, sometimes it would be three different recordings of dialogue in a little earpiece. And then you're saying your dialogue in there. So you have to be perfectly on time with your dialogue or the, the, the sound guy is like basically pausing and playing and everything yeah. that's going into your oh, ear. Wow. It's really complicated. That I, is complicated, especially for kids. Yes. <laughs> but I, I guess they did that just because, well, they didn't have enough like cameras to yeah, film everybody yeah. at once or enough just crew and everything yeah. resources to like set up all these different things at the same time. It was a fairly small set. Although I do remember they did and they, they showed this in the, uh, a blooper one time which they had three sets side by side of uh, Lizzie's room, Miranda's room, Gordo's room, and they're all on a phone call, but it was all in one shot. In one, oh. They just put the lines, the lines that. were fake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. 
I remember that. Yeah, that's no. a way better way of doing it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they probably got really sick of doing it the old way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's way quicker. And landlines in general, I, the the latest generation is missing out on a whole experience there of having a landline and then somebody picking up the phone when you're on a fo- a conversation and be like, hey, hey, I'm I'm talking on the phone. Get off. Get yeah. off the phone. I'm talking. I'm having a conversation. My mom would answer. I swear. I swear. People would listen in on on my phone. I'm sure. Calls. I'm sure. I'm sure my parents did. Yeah, from downstairs, yeah. you just pick yeah. up and you're really quiet. Yeah. And yeah, why not? Or, I probably would do that to my kids if I could. Yeah. <laughs> now or, kids have so much privacy. It's true. <laughs> or you pick up the phone and it's just. <laughs> I'm on the internet. Yeah. Turn. Hang up. And yeah. Get, kick me off AOL. Oh my god, I forgot about that. The yeah. dial-up. Yeah. 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 It's so funny because sometimes when you fill out forms now yeah. and you have to put your phone number down, it'll be like, is this home or mobile? And it's like, is there a difference? Yeah. Is there, yeah. Who has like, two Well, it's both. Phones. I'm have my, I use it when I'm at home. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, well, yeah, it's very, it's interesting. I have a friend who has a landline still and he's my age and it's very strange. Oh my gosh. He's actually younger. Does he have a it's, I'm, I'm gonna call him out. It's Jason Dolly. Hey, J- Jason Dolly, why do you still have a landline? A landline. Has is has he lived in the same house for a long time? No. Oh. He. I. I think. I think <laughs> it was. So I think it was one of those things where it's like a cable package and like with they the just internet? bundled it in with the internet. So he's like, okay. And he's like, all right. It didn't cost him anything, but he gets calls on it. He gets calls oh on it. I was like, who is calling you on a landline? And, he's and like, like a voice. Does he have like a voicemail? Set I think he does. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, oh, yeah, it's like probably just like telemarketer or something. It's like, then why, why, why do you, you even bother? Why do you bother? <laughs> just unplug it. That's There's no reason. so funny. There's no reason. But I do. The one thing I do miss the most about having a landline is the actual phones yeah the actual phones were yeah. nice you could have style to it you could have a weird phone yeah that's so true now we just have this glass that breaks easily everybody's got and... the same iphone yeah. you know yeah. it all looks the same i used to have like really fun landlines in my room yeah like you know like i had a clear plastic like red Oof. one and like clear pla- that, that's just that's just like pinnacle yeah. of 2000s <laughs> yeah. is having a clear plastic really anything cool stuff but yeah now we just have all these black glass things that break i used to have a uh and, and i think this was a promo thing that they like i got was sent as like a a, a promo package something but do you remember hip clips hit hit clips no so it was this like little music player that um it would just like have a little cartridge yes. like that and it would just play a section of a song yeah. <laughs> yeah so i had a hit clip phone whoa and if you put someone on hold it would play the music that is so unnecessary it's totally awesome. unne- i would but i never i never had an opportunity to actually put somebody put on, hold. Someone on hold so i would just put them on hold anyway like hey song. hang on one second it's probably like impressive to like girl at school like just here's my little no, let me put you on two. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we had some really great adult cast on the show. The teachers, yeah. the parents, everybody was really talented. And uh, like, as we talked about before, great job. Great job. When Short everyone, days. Yeah. <laughs> great job. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we talked about the parents a little bit. I mean, like Bobby Carradine, who is Revenge of the Nerds. Amazing. Amazing. And then you've got um, um, Hallie Todd, who I only later in life 
uh, when I started watching and getting very obsessed with Star Trek, the new generation, the next generation, TNG. I didn't she's know. so uh are you familiar with tng no okay that was the one with um you know captain picard so like yeah. patrick stewart yeah 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 so there's data data is like the cyborg that is a crew member hallie todd played data's daughter oh my gosh uh she was a recurring character and like i remember watching uh tng for the first time through just watching every single episode I, I don't recommend. I mean, it's great. It's a great show, but it's like hundreds upon hundreds of episodes, of episodes. and I, they're all like 45 minutes long. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a super like outer space person. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I did do an episode though of Deep Space Nine. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I, I had like spots down my face. Wow. I don't know what it was called. It was some kind of something. Okay. I never watched Deep Space. Yeah, right? but uh, okay. yeah. Anyways, I had to TNGs get TNGs like, were that was my thing. That, that was, was it. that was like the main one. That was that the, was main the one. most popular it one. It was for sure. Um is Hallie still acting? I I watched so, I was rewatching the episodes and yeah. I was like, she's so good. She's really good. She her timing is so good. Yeah. Um they recently just um did a movie. It was uh her and her husband Glenn and uh, their daughter Ivy, they all wrote, produced, directed uh, a an uh, independent film That's that awesome. uh, that just got released. I think I think it was released by Lionsgate. I oh, think? amazing! It's called The Last Champion. The Last Champion. Yeah, it's okay. a wrestling okay, um, cool. uh, movie, but uh, it was great. I went and watched it at one of their screenings. Um, they're so cool. They live in um, Louisiana now, I believe. That's great. Um, but uh, yeah, they keep busy. She's so talented. She's so talented. Uh, and she still has those iconic glasses. Did she she's, really? She's held on to them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then Bobby, actually speaking of glasses too, remember a few years back, he was like, hey, I've got the glasses from Revenge of the Nerds. You want oh to wear them? Oh my gosh. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Oh my gosh. Uh, but, does, does he still live in oh, far away? Um, No, he actually lives like right down the street. He's in Hollywood. Oh, he's okay. like He's like next to the Hollywood Bowl. Okay. And he just rides around on his motorcycle or in his, in his cop car. Was it him that was, we were doing the table read? He's like, I have someone coming to fix my cable. So who was it that was getting their cable fixed in the middle no of the table read? I have no idea. It was really funny. <laughs> I think it was him. Though. And he was like, if I disappear, I'll come back. It's just my Makes cable sense. I can, I can see <laughs> I that. Like, okay. I can see that. I can totally see that. Um, uh, and then the rest of our like adult cast too. Principal, uh, Phil Lewis. Yeah. Phil Lewis was our principal. Phil, you know, uh, of course went on to do sweet life with Zach and Cody. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then he and I had did, we did another movie when I was like 15 or 16 called monster night. Um, but, uh, he, do you know what he's doing nowadays? What? He is like a majorly in demand director. So, so on sweet life, I think it was like sweet life on deck or something. Yeah. He would, uh, direct a few episodes every once in a while. And that's how he kind of got started into like multi-cam tv directing and then he had friends that were on mike and molly uh, the primetime uh sitcom and he got to direct on one of those and then it just became a thing where he was like oh yeah i i i'm now getting asked to be a a director on this and now he is so high in demand as a multi-cam director that he doesn't like he doesn't act anymore he's just like this is my full-time job i mean multi-cam is so fun 
It's very fun. And it, again, short hours. Short hours. <laughs> short, short hours. That's what we're aiming for. Like short life. actual working hours. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. great. You, but you, got, you, you got the one day though. You got the one day the one where everything's got to go yeah, right. Yeah. With a live audience and everything, it's got to go right. Although I just learned like in the past few years that some shows, they don't even do a live audience. It's multicam. You think there's an audience. There is no audience. I, I did, um, I did a, multi-cam during covid yeah and it was i guess like laugh track because or yeah. something you yeah. know because we we were filming on a stage where there yeah. was potentially could have been an audience out there but yeah. there was no audience yeah. i was very shocked i was like where's the it's, audience it's like, very strange yeah. here. <laughs> um i went uh and shadowed on for directing on an episode of bizarre vark oh, okay. with uh that, that was the one that's with, nickelodeon uh, right no that's that's disney channel oh, okay uh and that's the one that had uh, olivia rodrigo oh uh that was i think her first show with oh, disney okay um and yeah, like there was no audience. Yeah. But they just filmed like I think three days out of the week they actually filmed something okay. like that. So it was a little bit different of a setup. But uh yeah, that was super surprising. That was before COVID too. Oh wow. Uh yeah, very strange. So interesting not to have not to have a live audience yeah. in a show that's basically live audience. It's yeah. You're like performing do, on <laughs> Do you do you enjoy doing multicam? I like it. Okay. I do like it a lot. Um I just think it's fun and it's like light yeah you know yeah you you get into the hour long and it's like sometimes 16 hour days and you're crying yeah. and, and not that i don't i love to work and yeah. i love to do it all but i yeah. do um i enjoy comedy and i enjoy multicam yeah yeah do you do you like doing stage performance like plays and stuff like that theater no, no. i i think my anxiety is a little too high <laughs> i would love to but just the thought of it is like oh, going same. out there like once sometimes twice a day i guess maybe you just get in the rhythm of yeah, it, i but guess so but getting like, into that rhythm i would it would take a lot see that that's why for me multicam is like this it is in like, between it is like a because theater. there's always because that's how cory mouse was it was with a live audience and i can remember just always uh, it's friday nights that we do that um those friday nights the first couple takes or something the nerves are really, really high, high with yeah. a live audience and then after that it's like okay we're good it but it's but it's like oh man my anxiety Here, yeah but it, admittedly i mean we talked about it but admittedly like the past few multicams i've had have been no audience so Great. it's just been love like that. yeah love that you can you can count me in for yeah. multicam again <laughs> i'm down for it now if only we could do stage performances theater, yeah, the theater with no actual theater that'd be great yeah the theaters yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know about if that i can just have like just like one or two people at the show that'd be great there was this broadway play i don't know if it's still out but it was with um jesse williams and i just remember hearing about it because um pictures got leaked from mm. the play and yeah. in the play he has like a full frontal nude scene Whoa. and like pictures people were not supposed to take pictures and they did and that's kind of sucks but yeah. i remember thinking never in my life would i be able to stand in front but naked in front of an entire audience of people and say lines and perform yeah, I would, nah. this just wouldn't happen yeah <laughs> yeah like, yeah I, I'm, I'm gonna need a couple nightmares. more takes <laughs> i'm gonna need uh I, i'm gonna need like a closed set yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. like i i was just i remember thinking that and being like no, he must have a lot of confidence and which is great, but yeah. I, you know, I couldn't do it. Yeah. 
I've recently discovered another subgenre of acting that I absolutely love. Video game mocap. Oh my god. <laughs> Let is me that tell where, you. Is that where people are playing video games with the headset? With a cam? No, 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 no. You're thinking of live streaming, oh, like okay. on Twitch yeah, or like something? Twitch, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about like acting in the game. Being in the game. Oh, I've auditioned for one of those before. Yeah. Okay, so I've, I've definitely auditioned for one of those before. Didn't book it. Okay. But, <laughs> but I've heard of, but I've seen what they do to you and like, it I, looks pretty crazy. I, 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 I've been doing my first, I guess it's already done by now. Um, uh, I am starring in a video game that's coming out this year Whoa. that I've worked on for like three years and it's all performance capture. So it's like, it's like the closest thing I can relate it to is it's like, um, how they filmed avatar, Whoa. which is you're in a full suit that yeah. has a bunch of reference points, all the dots and everything. You have a helmet that has, uh, an arm on it that has two cameras on the front of it. That's watching your face and tracking your face movements. Whoa. It is insane, but you have this whole suit, right? You're, you're kind of, uh, it's, it's like pajamas. It's a little bit itchy, not a huge deal, but you're in these pajama things. The set, the soundstage is like a very tiny sized little soundstage. You've got these cameras all along like the top corners of the, uh, the room. That's like the cameras that are tracking you yeah. and your movements. Um, but otherwise, I mean, there's no real cameras. We've got like a couple cameras and operators, but like, they're just like very small cameras yeah. and they're just like, as like reference for what we're doing the entire time. It feels like we're just rehearsing a play and we're just playing pretend because we've got like stuff like, Oh yeah, there's a car right there. You have to get into the car. And like we're like sitting on an class. Apple box. <laughs> it's like acting yeah. class and the director, because like the director for all these cutscenes and stuff, uh, because he's not wearing a suit he's not picked up by anything. So he just sits or stands right next to us. And he's like, all right, now look over there. And you're seeing that right there. And then, and then this is or like, he's sitting and like, just like watching us. It feels That's so just like wild. rehearsing yeah. a play. And it's just super, super chill. That sounds fun. It's really fun. Yeah. I want to do that. And also it's 10 hour days. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's yeah. Really nice. It is that nice. sounds like that sounds really fun. It's very fun. Huh. Highly recommend. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever go on any big school field trips? No, not really. Just because I wasn't my school I was so in and out of school a lot yeah. of the time. I'm trying to think of I know growing up in LA, we'd go to like La Brea tar pits, places like that, yeah. but we never had a sleepover. Yeah. I did I did go to sleepover camp in okay. Massachusetts. Okay. Um, so that would be like the closest thing where yeah. we stayed in a cabin and we did all those activities like archery and things yeah. like that. Um so that would be the closest thing. They also like I was saying to you, a girl who didn't like me gave me Oreos with toothpaste inside. Like as a prank wow. <laughs> at camp. <laughs> that's actually, I mean, that's actually kind of impressive. So yeah. If you think about it, she, and she actually watched spent me, the time. And she watched me eat it and like smiled. And I was like, why are you smiling? And I was like, this tastes kind of strange. And then she's like, it's toothpaste. And I was like, oh. I mean, okay. All right. I'm brush my teeth now. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, got me. <laughs> so I think that was like the You closest. still got the cookie part of it. Yeah, it was so fine. So I was like, come on. It honestly... I remember being like, why is she smiling? Because yeah. I was like, 
nothing it didn't didn't taste that bad i feel like they make that flavor now yeah <laughs> it was just like a mint cookie yeah yeah so all right like, okay um, well, who's was, laughing now yeah <laughs> i liked it yeah. um but yeah, that's the closest experience I have to like that episode. Did okay. you do? I don't think I had. I, my parents were so protective of me. Yeah. I was not allowed to go anywhere. I, I didn't have the sleepaway camp was a big deal. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I didn't do I didn't do a whole lot growing up or like yeah. I didn't have a lot of sleepovers. Yeah. People would come to my house, but I wasn't going a lot of places. Same. I think same for me. Yeah. Except for let's see. I, I would go to um, my friend Sean's house uh, for sleepovers and stuff until the one time that we went out to the movies and then um, and then like took the bus back and like stayed out too late, like walking back to his place. And then the police pulled us over for being out past curfew. <gasps> Oh, what city was this in? Calabasas. I was going to say Calabasas. <laughs> yeah. Because I went to high school in Calabasas yeah. and they had that 9, 10 p.m. curfew if yeah. you were under 18. Yep. They have, I, do they still have those rules? I don't know. I remember like COVID hit and they, they had those like, they gave us uh, whatever you call them. Um, Lockdown, whatever. What? They gave us curfews a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't go out past 10 or right, something right, like that. Right. And everyone was so upset about it. But I was like, they do this in Calabasas. Yeah, really. <laughs> they, they do this at City Walk. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever hang out at City Walk when yeah. you were a kid? Yeah. They would do the curfew patrol where yeah. like, they would walk through all these security guards looking for anybody underage. Underage. Yeah, yeah that's so crazy. I re Calabasas was very was super strict. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you can smoke in public there. They yeah. have a lot of... But yeah, the curfew is the funny. Yeah. Did you get, what do you get? Like a ticket or just no, a they didn't, slap? Just nothing. Slap on yeah. The wrist. They called my mom. Yeah. Which is bad And then bad I was enough. not allowed to <laughs> stay over in yeah. Sean's anymore. Yeah. That's bad enough. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. We've talked about a couple things that are the hallmarks of an episode of Lizzie McGuire, right? Montages has to be on the top of the list. I love the montages. I was actually thinking about the montage in the earlier episode where you faked being sick. Oh yeah. It was almost like an indie film, the way they did it. All yeah. these like quick cuts to yeah. like things. It was pretty cool. It, it seems like that was kind of also another hallmark of it, it was all these quick cuts and yeah. then like uh, cutaways. Um, it was very stylized. It was very stylized. I, I liked it. I, th I feel like even the, the, um, stills yeah like the pictures the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a cool idea too i think they called they called them like digital stills yes, or something, something in the, in in the, the script. script yeah yeah the stills that was a really digital good stills yeah <laughs> digital oh. <laughs> that's uh, so crazy yeah there i think a lot of the camera work was pretty you know advanced it's really fun yeah um the montages though every single episode of lizzie mcguire has a, has a montage in it yeah. except for the reboot oh really i literally okay we shot two episodes of the reboot in 2019 i i think was the only one who was vocal about it was like where's why the are there no why are there no montages in this oh my god where's the montage that is so funny they had other things did they have the animate Animation? They had animated. I don't know if anyone said that before, but they had animated, animated Lizzie. Animated Lizzie. They had animated Lizzie. She made a return. 
that was, I used to, you know, I loved when they'd add animated Lizzie into the um, bloopers. Oh, yeah, that's they right. Do, like, Which, if you think about it, that probably cost them a decent amount of money. Yeah, to do a... To like, oh, yeah, we're going to add in an extra animated sequence, like... Lizzie, where she's sitting on the edge of something and then falls over. Yeah, and, that's when they fully committed to bloopers at yeah. that point, where they were they were adding animated Lizzie into bloopers. Into the bloopers. I loved that idea. Yeah. That's why the that's why the reboot didn't happen. didn't happen. It's because there was no montages. Yeah, no montages. That'll do it. <laughs> That'll do it. Until they add montages, the reboot's not coming back. <laughs> Talking about the food and everything that is made, uh, these wacky kind of creations for food on set. Um, for the food that we actually do have to eat. Did you did you ever have to eat any of the food on set? Like the, like the the set food, In like the, the prop food. Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. I, did you? What do you remember? Tons. I have to. Eat, I had to eat tons That's of stuff. That's so funny. But the thing is, um, I'm sure you've you've eaten food on other projects. Yeah, though. yeah. That's why I, I was. And, and and prop food is is just a very special. It's gross. It's it's gross. And it's they been give around you, all day. They do. They give you like these buckets to like spit, spit buckets. Spit your food out into. Yeah, it's a really yeah. disgusting process but you know what i it's so funny i learned as i got older if there's food in front of you in a scene do not eat just don't eat it because otherwise, then you're stuck eating you're it stuck for the entire eating day. it the entire <laughs> day the exact same way so i just for don't. continuity because yeah. you have to and you're you're gonna be there forever for hours that. just eating the same Ugh. burger over and over Ugh. spitting it so i just Ugh. now yeah sip some water i just kind of play with it a little bit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i did a uh this movie in texas uh, last year that uh we had a literally one whole day that was just at a breakfast scene it was like it was like eight pages for just just, just the scene. scene yeah and and we're all eating and everything I watched as at the beginning when we first started filming, everybody around me is like, I'm just watching their food choices. Oh, <laughs> oh they've got like a, a Bloody Mary looking thing. They're taking a sip of that. I'm oh. like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, give me some hot water with lemon in a mug. In a, oh, and that's I was smart, like, this yeah. was the smartest choice. You're going to drink tomato juice all oh, day. God. Like, <laughs> oh. no. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, yeah. You live and learn. Yeah, you learn. You live and you learn. learn these things. Uh, but the spit buckets are really important yeah. <laughs> because the thing is like, it doesn't sound that bad at first where it's like, Oh, I just got to take a bite of this like this, delicious yeah. thing. It's not a big deal. But like, if you're sitting there and doing like 20 yeah. something takes of this scene and you're eating a bite of that, by the end of this, you are going to be very full. No, very it's not going to be fun. I did a Twix commercial once yeah. and I was very young. So I was like, this is going to be so fun. I love Twix. And yeah. when I tell you, by the end of the day, I was yeah. going to throw up. I was like, yeah. this is awful. Yeah. I had like 300 Twix bars. Yeah. Like, I did a Taco Bell commercial. Oh, which was, I mean, that's good. It's great. But it's great. But it was uh, also what I thought was funny. It was it was the the spicy or no, it was the the crispy chicken sandwich taco. Oh, wow. That's um, great yeah <laughs> but too many of those <laughs> and, and, and it was me and another guy and uh at the beginning of the day the food stylist was like all right we've got two versions of this that we need to, to promote um we've got the regular version and the spicy version with a jalapeno which one of you wants the uh the, you know which version and the other guy's like i'll take the normal one <laughs> 
I'm like, great. Oh, so awesome. <laughs> I counted 17 tacos oh that I bit, I'm biting into now perfect looking jalapeno slices, yeah, but jalapeno but... slices, nonetheless, I'm biting into 17 times in that one is... day. The thing that also was funny, both of us vegan. I was going to say, <laughs> I feel like I took myself out of a lot of these situations by saying like, I can't. Yeah. I'm not going to eat it. But they, they don't, they didn't, they didn't used to do that. They don't. Yeah. But like now they'll now be they like, ask do you, you have they food ask you. allergies? Do yeah, you yeah. whatever? So now I'm just like, yeah, I don't eat meat. I, I just, I just tell my commercial agents. Yeah. It's whatever. Just whatever. Yeah. yeah. Just whatever. <laughs> cause, cause the thing is literally after every single take, we'd bite into it. And it's not like they have to watch you like swallow yeah, it yeah. it's like oh we're chewing it and then cut spit. and then they bring out the bucket and we spit into oh. it which is gross yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah after i think though after the end of that day 17. my tongue was just shot from all the sodium oh my god oh. yeah i didn't even think about that yeah but yeah. the spice spice and sodium yeah i uh, one thing i remember eating the most on set or, or just a, a moment that i remember the most is um it, it was the episode where Matt stays up all night. He doesn't have a bedtime. And so he's like just running around the house at midnight and he goes into the fridge and he gets just chocolate syrup. Oh my god. And just downs it. Ew. Good times. <laughs> yeah. Good. I enjoyed that one. I'm that sure, was great. I'm sure. That was great. As an eleven year old. Yeah, that mm, was probably so that fun. was a win. That was a win. <laughs> one of the uh kind of pop culture references in this episode is the names of the two teams like the boys and the girls they were doing it like survivor <laughs> which at the time of this show survivor was like hot and fresh I mean, like it's, that was it's, yeah it's just not super fresh popular. but it's yeah uh survivor's still going on yeah it's still going but it's not nowhere near the it craze that crazy, it was back then crazy i remember us like putting the the VHS tape and timing it out to watch Survivor. To watch Survivor. And uh what were the names again? They were very confused. I remember being like this isn't even this I, is not I feel English. Like, I feel like one of them was Takis. Yes. <laughs> I think I think that's so, where they got the name for Takis is, that's so is from this episode of Liz McGuire. Um and then like Pachanga Casino Resort, yeah. I think was the other <laughs> one. It was Takis and Pachanga <laughs> Casino Resort. Um but uh, I, there's there's a lot of these references that it's like Gen Z that's just now finding the show. Are they getting those? They're not getting those jokes. Yeah, probably not. No, I probably don't think not. Gen Z watches Survivor. No, those the Survivor not. audience has probably grown with it. Survivor audience, they're they're in retirement homes yes, now. I feel like <laughs> I actually just worked with a guy who was like 30 and the biggest Survivor fan, and I remember really? being like, huh, huh. so interesting. Hmm. No, I don't. I don't watch that show. <laughs> it's a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> so, some of some of the times when we were filming, we actually were on location. It wasn't often. They would try to do a lot on stage, but but sometimes we'd be outdoors on location yeah. somewhere. It's a very rare occurrence. It happens, but they would fake a ton of outdoor stuff on the stage. Yeah. Um, it's it's just it is what it is it's like being outdoors you don't have any control over the environment yeah or the sun whereas <laughs> we could just be in a sunny day all day long uh on stage and especially like our the backyard of the, the mcguire house 
it's on a stage. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not real, but like they're lighting it, and we've got these hand painted backdrops and everything to make it look like it's a neighborhood in the background. But um, I don't, I don't think they were fooling anyone, really. No, were they? I don't think so. But it, I watched. I was watching the show, and I was like, huh. Like, there's a couple things that I was like, no, they weren't fooling anyone, but it was fine. Nobody yeah. cared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you remember the high school that they would do exteriors at? Wasn't that, what was, what's the name of that high school? Because they filmed everything at that high school. Which I one is it? don't. It's in like the West Side, isn't it? There's a, a college that I went to for like two seconds called mm-hmm. Mount St. Mary's in yeah. Brentwood. And it's really pretty. And that's where they filmed the OC school. Oh. So I wonder, but it's like very fancy that. Did you know that for college, I went to Starfleet University? What is that? Is that a Star Wars reference? <laughs> We're getting real close to not being friends anymore. I'm sorry. I don't no, want, um, I've... The, uh, the, uh, the, the exterior of Cal State Northridge uh, was used in the Star, the newer Star Trek movies oh, as Starfleet Academy. Star, okay, cool. Yeah. It was also, I think, the high school in, uh, what was the superhero kid movie, Sky High? Yeah, oh, it was, Sky it was, High. it was that okay, one cool. too. The exteriors. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm either from Starfleet Academy or I'm a superhero. But, yeah. You know, yeah. But for our actual soundstage, let's talk about like the layout of how everything was because it wasn't really a huge soundstage. No, by it wasn't. Means. I've been on much larger sound stages and they, they squeezed a ton of stuff into the stage, but okay. So we had the school set was on the far side. I was going to say that the hallways and the classrooms, super long hallway. And then the cafeteria. Yeah. Um, and then the end of those hallways just didn't go anywhere. Ended. ended. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um, but they, they utilized a whole lot of that. And those, the stairs, oh, the stairs, yeah. They don't go anywhere. Yeah, the stairs. They just end. <laughs> and then they had, they did the outdoor, yeah, the outdoor area of the school was was right there outside yeah. on the lawn there. Yeah. But then they had the whole house inside. They had, they the had house. a lot. The house was was pretty substantial. So yeah. we had the front door. We had the kitchen, the living room. All that that you see there was was great. But as soon as you enter the front door, if you look to the left, nothing was there. Yeah. <laughs> nothing was there. There's like a little door or something there. Nothing was there. And you go up the stairs, there's a little hallway along the banister up there, but those doors up there, they don't go anywhere. They don't go anywhere, yeah. anywhere. And then you get the backyard and the living room. And then around the corner on the, on the other side, that's where Lizzie's room would be. And then it would kind of, they'd have a couple other rooms there that were just kind of like swing kind of areas. They would swap in whatever they needed for the day. But like Lizzie's room always existed. Was always the same, yeah. 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 Um, did you have a room? You had a room. I had a room, yeah. but it wasn't permanent. Okay. So it would be one of the it swap would, yeah, rooms. It would, it would, it would be one of the swap rooms. Um, yeah, my room was supposed to be in the middle. Lizzie's room was on the far right. And then the parents' room was on the far left. Oh. Yeah. Nice, nice house. It was a very nice house. What, is, no one, I don't think they ever established where I was going to ask if you knew where. So, okay. All right. So. They say California-ish, but I also heard it could be Texas. Um, but in the reboot, they actually did put a, an actual... Where was it? Pasadena. <gasps> that house Pasadena, looks California. like a Pasadena house. It looks like a, which, do you know where the, actually the house is? The real house? Where? 
the real house is in um, Brentwood. Oh, Brentwood. It's in okay. Brentwood. It's right off the 405. Because I live near Pasadena. It's so pretty. Oh, it's so pretty. And it cut, like that Lizzie house is it's nice. Like yeah. the backyard is nice. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what like our parents like, did. Yeah, workers. <laughs> I mean, mom doesn't work. Mom's yeah. home all the time. What does dad do? And he was like his character was didn't give me millionaire businessman. No, it didn't seem like he's like, you know, yeah, like yeah. a like a ruthless like kind of always guy. busy kind of thing. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, here's my job. It pays super well though. Yeah. <laughs> I got a huge house in Pasadena. I wonder what he would yeah. Yeah. Well, they did they did allude to a couple of his jobs in the past as jokes before. Oh, really? Yeah. Um that he was like maybe on like the he was the Secret Service or something oh my God. for a while. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah. CIA. He, he, had, he had a couple jobs before. That's so funny. So um, in this episode, Lizzie has a stuffed animal pig, a plush pig that Kate makes fun of her for. What name? Mister Snuggles, I think. Something like Mr. that. Mister Snuffles. Did you ever have a a plush pet that had a name? No, I. Well, I wasn't really into stuffed animals really okay yeah i'm trying to i think that was more like my sister's thing uh, i had a little right. sister yeah. i was the big sister yeah so you gotta be more yeah did you aloof about it yeah <laughs> uh i did i had a ton um growing up uh i i wasn't i wasn't very inventive with a lot of the names i had a lion his name was liony um that's so funny i uh there was a uh I think there was a monkey named Monkey. Oh my god! Um, except for one, I had a, a bear that I had ever since I was like a baby. Uh, his name was Jimmy. Jimmy. I don't know why. That's a good name. His name's Jim. That's so I, funny. I, I have no idea why why his name was Jimmy, but yeah, yeah, I, I had Jimmy. That's a, my sister had like all the Beanie Babies. Same. Oh had, my all, god. had them all. Had I them think. All. Well, actually, I think you're my little sister's age. Oh, okay. And so I think, yeah, you guys would it have lines up. Yeah. a lot in common. Yeah. Um, but we did have a lot of like pets. We had my sister and I got um, lovebirds, and they're like little birds, mm-hmm. and they're really pretty colors. And we named them Sweetie and Cutie. <laughs> um, so yeah, we had a lot of little like real pets. Real I guess. Beanie Babies. Yeah. <laughs> We had a ham. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess so. Okay. Close to a stuffed animal. But you wouldn't bring any of them on a field trip. No, yeah. no. No. I don't think I brought Jimmy on a field trip before. Jimmy. <laughs> so the episode ends with, um, obviously, Lizzie's mom doing something that's like she's going out on a limb. She's uh, actually ends up being a pretty cool mom. And Lizzie realizes that, uh, oh, I'm... Psh- taking her for granted you know i'm like uh, and it's a great lesson it's a really great lesson i feel like that's how a lot of the episodes of lizzie ended was just like all right lizzie's learning something important about yeah. this and that uh uh it, it's usually something about friendship or family that that at the end of the day is the most important thing and we're like doing the right thing yeah. is the most important thing um whereas most if not all of my storylines ended with oh well oh well yeah. <laughs> oops oops <laughs> yeah that's so true yeah yeah i kind of missed the um the the lessons at the end of shows that was yeah. such a big thing at that time especially in comedy at the end of the episode it was like oh you learned something about family yeah about... yeah it was sweet 
<laughs> doesn't exist anymore doesn't at all <laughs> we don't have the attention span for that now yeah it's true. let's be fair uh all right so now we're gonna go to questions from the audience okay so um a creature creature asks uh how do they make your hair defy gravity like that um the hair the hair thing uh on the show it was i had very spiky hair yeah it, it yeah. became a thing it was a massive amount of hair gel was it really that's it so was funny so much hair gel that they eventually just had to start buying like a tub that was like this big like costco size just for me <laughs> That's so it was that funny. and then a hair dryer. It was just that and hair dryer the entire time. I guess I was just not paying attention to how they did your hair. I just yeah. would like see you like it that. It was impressive. Yeah. I, later, like in the second season, like it was extreme. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it got really, really spiky. Really crazy. Yeah, it did. But I loved that. That was a great character choice. I, <laughs> the, thing. The, thing, the thing is, I, on the very first pilot episode, I remember going up to the, um, the, the hairdresser and they're like, oh, so what, what are we doing with the hair? This was me just completely out of the blue. I was like, I want to do spiky hair. Oh, my God. And but the that, rest was history. That age, though, that was a yeah. big like It was a cool style. look. Because I, I was style. never able to do that look because I don't think my parents yeah, ever parents like, gave me enough hair product no. to like facilitate <laughs> that. Yeah. So like I saw an opportunity and I took yeah. it. Plus, but they were like, whatever hairstyle you want. They're not taking you to auditions with spikes. No, so you, not, no. Yeah. <laughs> this was your, no. This was this your was opportunity. Chance. Yeah. This was my chance. Uh, so yeah, that, that, was, that was on a whim. Yeah. And it became a thing. <laughs> Uh, okay, Sylvia Huey ninety two asks, how similar or different were you at the time, and currently are you to your character? So how how do you feel? Oh my god! Do you I, feel like a really like mean person I, on a regular I just, basis? I'm usually awful. <laughs> I really connect with her yeah. in that way. Yeah. No, I actually, it was kind of weird for me to play that role because I was never popular in school. Yeah. yeah. The artsy kids never are. They're, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I was like bullied a little bit. And I, so to be, and there, I remember, I remember these girls' names and I'm not going to call them out, but like in yeah. my high school, these like three blonde girls. It was Sarah. The, it was the, it was the total like stereotypical. Bethany. Like three Kates. Oh yeah. You know? Um, no, one was Deanna. <laughs> Deanna. <sighs> but. I so I just remember like being like, oh, I'm like kind of playing like Deanna and like her friends, but yeah. I'm I didn't relate to that at all and like how she sets people up yeah. and very mean. I try not to be like. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, she she did you a favor, yeah, yeah. in the long run. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, about you? Uh, I I basically feel like I was just me. I as a I, kid yeah like that was just that was just me you can almost see it on your face like you kind of yeah. like you look like you're up to no good you always have like this smirk yeah. where yeah. you're like i mean i wasn't i wasn't like constantly trying to like prank people no i no. was not about that but, but in the scene you're just it's just like yeah. yeah yeah i i was i was just i was just like a funny like you know one to to joke around kind of kid so i fully was like that was it was just me yeah it was just me yeah. And I feel like also I kind of grew up into a version of just like that was already me to begin with. So it's kind of still me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, that's I don't know if that's an answer to the question, but that's as close as I'm going to get. <laughs> I'll say one more thing. Um, 
she did run for class president and yeah. she so I feel like there was room for her to grow. So maybe she she did have some I do, you know, care about politics and things like that. Yeah. So that yeah. is one area that we had in common. Okay. I'm really grasping here. Okay. Trying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get another dimension out of her yes. somehow. 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 Um, but yeah, so that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, on that, we're going to end episode three Yay. of Living Lizzie podcast. Uh, if you all are not subscribed already, please subscribe. If you want to see more of the stuff, please message out to us. Leave us comments. Um, uh, let us know what you want us to talk about. Um, thank you so yeah. much thank for tuning you guys. in. All right. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.